good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair and join us at the Hip Hop Round Table. Yeah, yeah. We are back again. Uh kind of with, with a kind of part two uh from the last from the last episode. Sort of uh, we'll for those specifics in a minute. Uh, but if you new to the podcast, your first time listening, this is Landon Hill on the mic. Uh, and I'm recording with my brothers, man. Uh we have two two amazing brothers that uh, that I get a chance to record with. They drive me crazy half the time when we record, but but I love them all the same. They? Uh, one of them is the uh, one and only M-O-M, Mind of Mylan, Mr. Mylan Drake. What's going on with you, sir? Oh, man, you already know what it is, man. In the building, in the streets, trying to say these kids, man, how happy to be in the seat to, uh, to speak on this uh, glorious subject of uh, this art and culture called hip-hop brother are you officially back in the streets now brother you, you ain't been in the streets in a uh, long time you had you, I know, you, brother. you heard about the streets got, street got a little sick and you decided to run back in the building and, and, the, and the streets was, was fending for themselves brother are you, are you back now for good uh, no i'm still i'm still still in the i'm still in the deep deep in the back of the house you know not even, the front, on, not, even the, not even on the porch like nah bro so kids in the streets just got it. They just they just suffering, and you just you I'm just. Looking, I'm looking out house. the window. I'm looking out the window. Man. Hey, listen, <laughs> you, you looking at? I can't cousin? remember. I can't remember the lady's name. Uh, R.I.P. I think she. I, I believe she passed away not too long ago. But the the lady from you know that used to stare stare out the window on two two seven. You know what I'm saying? She she was doing her job. She's staring at that at that stoop. She had a pillow on the stoop, bro, like for her elbows, so she could. She <laughs> big chilling. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, no, this is where I am. This is this is me. This is me. I got y'all from up here. Glad to know that you're just observing. You're you're observing hurt and pain, brother. Not saving nobody like you used to, brother. You mighty comfortable in your palace, but it's good. Hey, listen, delivering verbiage and and dropping jewels. Can't drop signs on the floor, brother. I gotta be up. You know, I gotta be up high to drop signs. This guy uh, down there uh, holding down all of Southern California. We have YG, aka Young Ghost, aka Young Dev. What's what's happening with you now? Are you are you uh better than this man? Are you actually in the streets trying to save people? Oh, I gotta be better. Why couldn't he be his own? Better than this man. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to figure out. You said you're not in the streets no more. You ain't saving nobody. So I wanted to know if he was if he was still in the business of saving. But we don't never know where Dev is. So. You know, brother, you know, I'm always in the building, man, getting these keys. <laughs> uh, brother, now you've been in the streets for so a long time. I don't know where you at. So when the streets uh, open, which I mean, but the streets if is you're, open. If you're is... smart, you wouldn't you wouldn't run out to the streets. But the streets, uh, I guess, are officially open. Is that what they are officially open? According California? to our governor, they are you know? officially open. But uh, we out here trying to say these kids, well, getting the keys first, then uh, waiting for the streets to open uh, to a to a to a sane man uh, to say these kids. But now, you know, I'm big chilling like we always are. Um, just happy to get on here, you know, after after our uh, nice week of, of trying to say these kids. Right. So um, all good and just ready to get in this topic. You feel me? It's all good, man. I'm uh, I'm still, I'm still doing the same old thing, man. Unlike y'all, I've actually, I mean, I've had to be in the streets safely, of course, but you know, I I go, I go to where the people are. You know what I mean? I, that's 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 what I signed up for. So, so been navigating these streets in a in a different way, but uh, nah, man, it's been all good. Um, summer, the, the the heat is uh is picking up something vicious. So, 
Uh, y'all can't talk about heat up there, but y'all. I mean, okay, yes, but for for the bay, for me, a good day was. You said a good day was seventies. Ah, uh. I mean, it 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 dang near cracked the nineties today. So, um, you okay. know, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not nah, the last couple of days been hot, man. Like it has it extra has. extra hot. So, I mean, not Arizona or Texas hot, but you know what I mean. Nonetheless, for for California, for for the Bay Area. Uh, it's getting warm, so yeah, we spoil. So, um, but yeah, otherwise everything is good on my end, man. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to picking up this part two. I'm sure it's gonna be some frustration talking to y'all because that's what y'all just bring that out. But it, it somehow is is fun nonetheless. Um, so for those who who may not have have heard the last uh, episode, one go back and listen. But uh, if you just stubborn and hard headed, ain't gonna do that. Um, just so you're not completely lost, uh, we we had a conversation about, you know, is it possible for artists to oversaturate the market, right? And and at what kind of rate or pace um, should artists be expected to um, to release music before it becomes uh, before it becomes too much, if that's even possible? Um, and so we had some some conversations around that, but then that that we kind of ended up stumbling into this. A conversation towards the end of that episode about whether or not there was an obligation for artists to release within a quote-unquote appropriate amount of time. Um, now what that or reasonable amount of time, what that timetable is and all that we uh, have yet to discuss. So that may be part of this conversation as well. Uh, but one place I think to pick up um, right after, like I think maybe a day or two um, after we recorded, um, Benny did an interview or, and maybe he may have done it before, but we became aware of it like literally the, the day or two after we recorded. Um, and he was doing an interview, he did a, free, he did a freestyle and then he did an interview and he was talking about how, you know, he felt like in order to maintain, to get on and maintain his spot, he had to continue to come out with music constantly. Like it's no slowing down, it's no stopping. You gotta, you know, release music, you gotta do freestyles, you gotta keep showing, you know, who you are, that you have hunger, Right, all of that, and so to that that may be a good starting point for us. Does Benny's interview, right, um, change anything uh, in terms of your perspective? Given that he is, you know, and Griselda are still one of the hottest crews like in hip hop right now. One of the ways they got on is certainly by just releasing a stream of music consistently. Um, they haven't taken a break in quite some time, um, even after having some really successful um, albums and highly acclaimed albums and music and things of that nature. Um, and then from there, you know, talking about like the expectation to and the responsibility to release music within a certain amount of time and and whether or not based off Benny's comments, do you think that he was saying that from an obligation standpoint or solely, uh, you know, because he just felt like that's, you know, he, he's just trying to show he's hungrier than everybody else. Um, so there's a lot there, but Dev, just to to start with you, um, you know, does Benny's comments about the him feeling the need to continue to put out music, right, at a at a consistent pace and continue to be in people's faces, does that change your stance at all um, about you know oversaturating the market and whether or not an artist can actually do that, um, and you know, or anything else? So I, I, I'll I'll leave you with that to get us started. Yeah. Um... When we say can an artist do that for oversaturation, and now you, you bring up a great point because 
Griselda, even though, you know, to, to the ones who kind of follow the game like that, uh, have, have seen that they've been on the scene for, for quite some time, but then in the, in the uh, main market or mainstream point of view, it probably doesn't feel like they've been in the game uh, for that long a time. So now I'm getting this idea of things being warped, right? Where you have a demographic who don't know who Griselda is. So that to me builds obligation to uh, continue to, to put out music. But then for those who maybe have been listening and as more privy, you know, going on blogs, going on websites and seeing what new artists, new releases, new uh, mixtapes and new albums to come out via news articles or anything on these said websites, um, they can have a different perspective about it and say, man, this dude is thirsty or whatever, you know, it, it just depends on on uh, the listener now or, or honestly the, I, I keep saying student in the game in my mind, but it's more so the, the person who follows hip hop like that. Now, that's that's where it's gonna differ. I mean, Mylon is a student of hip hop, and I mean, I'm not gonna answer for him, but there's people who probably don't care how many times somebody comes out. But then, I don't know how that is for a student of hip hop who's seen Griselda come out since. I'm just gonna throw a ballpark out there. What if they've been out since 2015? I'm talking about the very first track mixtape. Now that's a cool. Uh, six years right there already is that too much for all the music that they put out but someone who's on the mainstream side oh Griselda only been around since 2019 so they I don't even know who they are they're not even enough to tour yet so now the idea to me gets warped and uh my stance on it um it's it this, this thing is really crazy and I know we like to bring analogies into it this one doesn't even have a basketball analogy, but it, it's it's almost like what lane do you come in as? Because some people in their introduction, I'm talking about if someone studies hip hop and say, oh, someone's coming out, they're already on the mainstream uh, wave or they're on the mainstream radar, um, whereas some people just don't. So now you almost fall into a pocket or fall into a lane of where are you? And that obligation may uh, be bigger or smaller depending on that person now to me this is kind of how I feel it goes if you have a new artist who comes out already on the mainstream radar then they're probably more strategic uh, from a manager point of view from a record company point of view record label point of view and they don't they'll say oh we're going to do this but then we're going to take a little break or we're going to do that and you know all these different plans that i feel like a lot of new artists are trying to get in with that same plan now right and 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 it, it might be serving them well or not because they're trying to come in as a mainstream and then now you heard and I, I'm, I'm glad we got to uh hear the artist deontay hitchcock because he he would come out and say i've been at this for a while or it's, it's a long grind or it's a long game. So now you, you really have two different players in this game. And, and that, that to me is, is really what makes this topic interesting is because now we have a level of warpness or like some blurred lines, if you will, um, on what you should do or, or do you agree if it's oversaturation or yeah, oversaturated or not. Uh, in my mind, uh, 
I think mine is is not so much, uh, how can I say, black and white when it comes to oversaturation or not, or are you putting out too much music? I want to see, I want to see like an artist. I want to see, I want to see a journey. I want to see a, maybe, maybe your mixtapes coming out. We're a little, um, what do they call it, uh, on its infancy stage with your sound, with your flow, maybe your voice. Maybe you didn't have the right mixes in the beginning. So now you sound, you know, I, and I, I honestly say that when I'm saying this, I'm thinking of J. Cole. A lot of the mixtapes in the beginning, his voice was different. Um, but as as he's seasoned now, I feel like with the right engineers or whatnot, they might have brought out all the the elements that you know. And, and people grow, so his voice might have matured already just on a on a, a getting older sense. But I feel like even on the mixes, it's just like, like okay, do we have this? Uh, and, and people say it like with Drake, I, do I have this annoying whiny voice of just you know the same type of flow over and over? And that's that's Loki that was complaint with j cole during the 2014 well no no well I'll, basically in the beginning stages like the sideline story days and stuff like that and then getting all the way to the paula abdul sample um you know this is a good thing or whatever so that's that track that was when he was getting his uh crisp right this is this is what caused him to actually go back into his camp and think about things um but that dude he took j cole he had a he had a slow burn even though he kind of got onto the scene pretty early you know he had a slow burn so would it, should he have slowed down i don't i don't know no but then you now you have um and 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 we, we throw these names out all the time and i don't think necessarily that they uh, came out quick but you know we'll just have to say like lil yachty and and, and those of that nature where they just kind of hit the scene straight up mainstream so um Definitely just want to uh, say that I, I rather see the artists have a journey and I don't I don't see it as oversaturation as long as you are able to paint a picture for me. So that's what I'll start with. Uh, Mylon, what, I mean, I think I think, uh, you know, you were one who sent the sent the clip and I think the one who was arguing strongest that there there there's no such thing as, as oversaturation, but uh, anything to add after after seeing Benny's uh, Benny's interview? Uh, no, just one thing that Deb, you touched you 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 touched on the on the topic that uh, that Benny mentioned as well. He was like, make sure you have quality production. <laughs> he's like he's like you know when you when you are doing this grind, he's like keep keep doing it, but also make sure that it's it's quality. Um, I just wanted to highlight. That you were you were you were spot on there, um, yeah. I, I think I think we we were we were you. Oh, there was a book club. We were talking about uh, when to do something, when to not do something, and uh, we were talking about sharing information. And you know, me being that I've gone through the transfer portal, if you will, or not not the athlete transfer portal, but going from a transfer community college, transferring to a four-year university, that whenever I meet people who are transferring, I stop and try to, you know, if they're interested, to try to give them some game. To that end, that it's also a nuance to when you do that. So I don't just spend all of my time online all day just spewing out information because me just sharing that information 
one to to the to the point of of this podcast, it can get old. I'm so sick of hearing this dude talk about transferring. But if I bring that up around at the times applications open up for a four year university, it might be perfect. That, yes, this is perfect podcast for me to find. Now this brother's talking about transferring to a four year applications is open yesterday. Like the timing of it matters. So some aspect of it, I do want to acknowledge that it can be nuanced. And I, and I think Dev spoke to that point as well as, uh, and I'm just, you know, being very biased uh, as well. And I think sometimes our bias is purely based on fact, but the bias being, I don't want to hear, you know, little Uzi Vert or um, Migos dropping out. I don't want to, I don't want to hear them do something every 90 days. It's just not, this is not something I'm interested in. And to your point, it's also, to that same point, it's also that the, that the, the, it's not quality. Just because you're doing something over and over again doesn't mean that it's quality. I feel like those rappers actually, those, they actually need more time to, to be away. So people are like, oh, I ain't heard Migos in a minute. Go out and get Culture 3, you know what I mean? Versus Culture 11, it's like, bro, I'm so sick of Migos right now. Like, I don't want to hear nothing else from them. You know what I'm saying? If they got 11 cultures, like, we, we cultured out at this point. Um, so I think one to that, I think there are there is a nuanced, a, pro, a nuanced approach to how you even converse about frequency, how you converse, how you converse about frequency. And then two, I think beyond who I want to hear and should I hear them, is you also determining what it is that you're the artist, what what is their goal? And I think what Benny and Conway have made it very clear, their goal or mission in life, based on what I've heard from them, is I'm here to, to take over the game and to undoubtedly, undeniably be in the in the conversation the greatest of all time. That's what I'm trying to do. And so you can't do that with dropping an album every 14 months, or not 14 months, every 20, 28 months. You can't you can't do that. Um, in my opinion, you you if you need to if you're taking over the game, you're like okay, this the the Griselda approach is what I thought people were going to do after Jay Z retired. I thought when Jay Z said I'm stepping down, somebody is going to, oh, the 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 proclaimed king is gone. Let me put a stamp and say that here I'm here. And this is how you're going to know. Because, for example, if Griselda, if Conway and Benny were dropping their albums at the, at the time, like the day Jay-Z retired and then they started dropping these three albums per year, I believe they would be in the conversation of like, man, I mean, they up there. Now, they're still in it. They're still in the conversation now, obviously. Um, but I think it's one of those. That's how you respond. This is the 45-point game after you've lost two in a row and you don't want to go down 3-2. You, hey, you don't have it. You don't get to produce it. Eh, well, I mean, I'm an NBA player, so, you know, I mean, every game, you can't be great. Like, no, dude, if you're great, you need to show me right now. Right now is the time. 
And that, again, that go, I think that that conversation around, it depends, or it's a nuanced approach, is just, that's just a fact, is that using that, for example, today, it's like, hey, you're down 3-2, you're going to lose today. You don't get to have 15 points and 10 rebounds. That's a, okay, that's an, that's an okay night for some. Tonight, you need to have 30 and 10, or you're going to get eliminated. So I, I think elimination for artists looks a little bit like falling, you know, being thrown into the lake of, uh, I don't want to quite call it irrelevancy, but the, again, we talked about this in the other, in, in part one of this conversation is uh, the attention span is short. So if you are doing anything to garner my attention, I'm not trying to, but I'll forget about you. Like, I'm not going to remember, oh, yeah, that dude is kind of nice. You know what I mean, you got to, like, and, and I think I've seen it with the older artists who are coming from that space, the, you know, I almost, I don't want to say Black Thought quite, because I feel like Black Thought is, he's, to, you know, Dev, you talked about this, I actually would like you to to, uh, to hop back into that space of, of the conversation around, because you talked about there's also a necessity to do other things. And I think Black Thought is a great example. You literally on TV right. every day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, you're on TV every day. So I don't have to do the same thing. Black Thought doesn't have to have the same type of rap catalog that even though he does, but he doesn't need to have the same catalog that, you know, uh, that Common might have. Well, no, Common is different because he's doing movies and acting. Um, and so if you're doing something to be in the space of, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a reason for us to talk about you, it's safer. But I think what Benny and Conway are, are focusing on is that, yes, I want you to have a conversation about me, but I want you to have a conversation about me that I'm, the, that I'm, I'm, I'm one of the nicest out here right now. And I think that's different. Fab with Freestyle Fridays, uh, Soul Mixtape, it was relevancy. It, he was checking the box of maintaining relevancy. He wasn't checking the box of, I, well, maybe with Freestyle Fridays, he was kind of checking that box too, of like, put me, you know, don't forget about how, how nice I am. And I think every album that Griselda specifically, um, I'm, I'm a fan of the group as a, whole, as a whole, but I really, and I even think Westside, you know, Westside Gun, I, I don't think he is attempting to be go down in the, in the, in the, in the Hall of Fame, as, in the Hall of Fame as one of the greatest of all time. But I think that that is the intent that Conway, like Conway and, and, and Benny bring to the game. So I said all that to say, yes, it's absolutely necessary, dot, dot, dot. And it depends on who you are, what your intent is, and how you are approaching your artistic stamp like are you trying to just make money you might not need to drop an album every 30 seconds drake don't need to drop an album every 90 days to make money but yeah, as we said is 
when somebody says, yo, you're whack, you can't see me, and you're a deadbeat dad, you might want to respond to that immediately. You, you might not want to wait. And I, I already have my schedule. I plan on dropping my album at the end of the year. Okay, you do that. <laughs> you go ahead and do that. You need to respond immediately because that is a different conversation. So it's the 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 timing and the reasoning behind it is the most, I don't want to say most, but it is an, an important pillar to uh, the how and why we should hear from you. So, so I, I, I don't think Benny's comments changed my stance. I, I understand it. And I, and I think, and I understand what both of y'all are saying. I, I think for me, um, one, like I said, like even when I even what I said in the in the last uh episode, right? Like I think there is a way to stay um not just stay relevant, but to continue to be present without quote unquote oversaturating, right? So I think, and, and I said this before, I, I said this on the last podcast, right? Like I think it's one thing if you I think it's one thing to um do freestyles periodically right go up somewhere and just drop and just drop a freestyle i think it's even one thing to like all right in between you know albums full length you know full projects like i give y'all a mixtape because usually what you're going to hear in there is like either throwaway tracks like stuff that maybe they were using for the album but it didn't fit maybe it's only like halfway completed songs sometimes it is just going to be freestyles like whatever and so it allows for you to hear from the artist without um without it giving away like, hey, here is where I am completely like from an artistic standpoint. Sometimes it'll be that, sometimes it makes to do that. But a lot of times it's like, I'm just giving you something that's like give and, until I finish the full length, like the new project, the new sound, the new whatever, right? Um, I think, I think you know, somebody like Kendrick uh, until recently, right? Until like between these last couple albums, had done that really well uh, or and i think features is another way of doing that right so i think j cole has has done that um pretty consistently um i think kendrick for a while was doing that right so he would give us an album then he would give us untitled unmastered which it was like it's a little cheat code it's like i mean it's a body of work but it ain't really an album so you can't judge it that way but y'all still get a little bit more right and then he would give us black yeah, panther soundtrack huh i say yeah he was killing us with those yeah, and then he did black and so and so and so, and so was, was like and so was Wayne too. I just wanted to like I think again when no one else is doing it and you do it, it kind of stands out. Like little Wayne started making those sick mix, uh, mixtapes because he was trying to signify I'm nice with it. It wasn't just like hey everybody remember me, little Wayne. It was like, bruh, I, I might be the nicest MC you know. And I think yeah, but but I think but but what what that did what I think that did personally right. So I think two things. I think one when he was like on the craziest feature like run we'd ever seen. One thing that benefits what benefits him in that regard is they're still just features. So usually it's one it's, it's one verse and then you're done. It's not five Wayne albums. It's a verse and then. So, so you can stomach it in smaller bites. One and verse that he took, took over the track. Yeah, but I mean, th- but that's fine. But it's still like you know, it's it's not a. It's one thing to get to get 
50 freestyles versus five full length albums, like the 50 freestyles is still smaller dose, it's still a smaller dosage, right? Like of, of an artist. So I think one that helps. And I think two, when you're doing but full length, but full length as well, real quick. All respect due the the mayor, the governor, president of the bank. E40 will drop a double album on you, two of them. Yeah, like super quick. Like, or he'll give you a, what does he have? He he'll have a volume. Like he'll call it. He'll be like, blank, 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 volume one, and then three weeks later, volume two. Yeah, and then or even on the same day, volume one and volume two come out at the same time. So it's like that. Again, all respect, dude. That's that's forty five very easy. The 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 that that's the man. That can't. Everybody can't do that. But and, and, but, and only you think it. it benefits him, though, in, in some regard. No, right? I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm not, I'm not, no, for whatever reason, he felt like that's what he wanted. That was his approach to the game. Like, whenever I drop, I'm dropping with 26 songs. Hey, but it, I don't think it changed. Let's just say, I would, I would, I would say, I don't think it changed my perspective on E40. It's like, oh, now that you dropped a double album, I put you, I had you at number 20. And now putting you at number eleven, like no, it's still, like you're still forty water. Like nothing has changed about my approach, you know, or about about how I see you. It's just that you just gave me a bunch of things to to, to a bunch of things to listen to. Yeah, there was, and I, and I think a, that's, oh, okay. go ahead because it's still yours. Yeah, my like, I, and I think I think even with Wayne, I mean, he was on a crazy uh, mixtape run as well. But even then, even for those, I think one those a lot of times at least for a little while, uh, replaced him having to do, again, full-length projects. I think there was at least a little bit of a gap in between. And even for, like, I remember, I remember, like, buying, going to uh, Best Buy, like, in college, and I bought, like, this random just collection of Wayne uh, songs that, like, I had never heard before. So, and I only say that to say, like, for the amount of music he was putting out, although, he did enough to stay on top. There was so much that was missed, right? Like, and in the era now where there's so much, and, and that was even back then when you were still buying CDs, right? Like you could still command people's attention and there wasn't 80 million artists that were dropping all at the same time. So when I think about oversaturation for this market in this day and age, with the amount of artists that are out, the amount of artists who are dropping and the amount of music that a single artist may produce, it can, I think it's easier for people to not have to sit with the music as long sometimes or to have competing interests to where your stuff, although it may be dope, number one, may sometimes not always either be heard at all. Like somebody might mention like, yo, so-and-so dropped a, dropped a new, another project or two, you just don't sit with it as long because of competing interests. So you don't really get the full impact of like how dope something might be i think in the i think in an example of like a like a griselda right um although i agree with you i think the one that you i think you have to produce the way that they did to get on like i think the consistency is what gets people's attention right and i do like i, I love the hunger and the need to um in the in the desire to like prove like yo we're on top but i think the one like it it's because they're a smaller camp, right? They're not cash money. Like cash money was able to do that. But when you have 80 people, the, the click benefits because 
Ju like Juby could drop, and then Wayne, and then BG, and then Turk, and then Big Timers, and then it's been two and, and a half years. We all gonna be featured on all those albums. Exactly. So you always gonna hear me. You always gonna hear me, but I don't have to drop in a body of work for two years, and you still haven't missed me, right? So I can Fact. work on my own stuff, and you, but but I'm not missed, right? And so, like, and I didn't even do it for this conversation, but I just happened to put on, um, like, the first plugs I met. And bro, it was so refreshing to hear that. And I was like, I haven't heard this from Benny, like just in a long time. And I, I, part of it, honestly, is I think I need to miss him, allow him to go back. Like, and again, you can still do freestyles, you could do features, but like figure out where you are now as a rapper. And I, and I think without taking a break and stepping away, you don't always get a chance to do that. Again, I, I'm speaking as not a, not a artist, but just from what I've observed, right? Like I think even with what Cole did, like Cole said, like he he stepped away just to get his pin game up. Like he trained so that he could give us what he gave us, right? And like lyrically, that's some of his best work, like ever, <laughs> right? But it was like, but if he's just writing and like getting on everything and like just putting out music, put out music and doing the same thing, it doesn't allow him the time and the space to be able to produce what he produced, right? And so that like for me, that's sometimes what I mean by the oversaturation is it doesn't mean that it's not quality, but it also may mean that you are sacrificing your greatest work, right? For the sake of staying at the level that you're at, which doesn't mean that it's bad, but it just means that you, 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 you aren't always allowing yourself the space to get to that next level, at least not as quickly in my mind. Right. And I think the, and I think the thing that's, and this is not, this is not to, to, to pick a fight at all. I promise you it's not, but I think what I, how I view it and how I'm kind of surprised, Mylon, the the stance that you're taking that, that you're taking specifically is, you know, we've talked on here a lot about, you know, uh issues with Jay being viewed as the GOAT when there may be a, a, a few albums that have missed, right? Obviously, we know you have said about like LeBron, like for as many times as he's made it and put put out, you know, and and, and won the championship. There's several times where he's lost. And so to me, when it's, do you just keep producing at the sake of producing? And again, I'm not saying that that they're L's all the time, but maybe there are some L's, maybe there's not, right? To your point, you're like, you can put it out. Maybe you, maybe you miss on this one, but the next one you might get it. Why not go for the championship every time, right? And like, or, or, you know, do what you can to ensure there's a championship as opposed to potentially taking that L, right? And so, and, and, I, and I think that the artists who we have traditionally, for the most part, um, be on top are those artists who have kind of stepped away. Again, kept us in gay, they, they pop out every so often but then go away and come back, refresh, renew. We hear something different and it's like, and we're excited to see them again. And so it's not a continuation of the same thing. It's like, okay, I kind of know what I'm getting, but it's like, yo, I've been waiting to hear where this person is, right? And for a, as of right now, like when Plugs I Met 2 dropped, it's like, I mean, I like getting new Benny, so I am excited. But I heard it's like, okay, like I, I see it. Like, and even with, um, even with uh, uh, um, the the debut album, I don't know why it's uh, I'm playing the name. Burden of proof. Burden of proof. Thank you. Like <clears throat> you know, it's like we said during the 
like 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 I said during when we did the review on that, right? Great album. I thought it was really well done. Benny is clearly like he he's clearly a dope artist, but I like that album more for what it represented for him as a win and staking your claim in the industry more than I did. This is a better body of work than like plugs I met, right? Or like your you sound better as a rapper on this than plugs I met, right? I felt like this was just a, yeah, we finally made it. And so it was gonna be hard for me to, to not like that album at all. But now that you did that, for me personally, like even as a fan, although I like to hear more music, I wouldn't be mad if it's, yo, let me step away. I'll hit y'all with a freestyle every now and then. I'm gonna be on Conway's album. I'm gonna be getting on these other artists who've been like trying to connect with me and link with me. But when I come back with my next album, Trust me, like that's going to be if it's a year, year and a half, two years even like. But I know that when he comes back, Brad's going to be crazy. Right. Like that's the pattern that I've seen that that a lot of times has worked. I'm not saying that there's no other way for for folks to do it. But oftentimes that's the pattern I've seen. And so but if you don't do that, then do you get to a point where people are like cool with hearing from you, but it doesn't allow for you to move into that next tier because you have just continued to stay, you've just stayed consistent and haven't elevated, right, in that next, kind of to that next level. So that that's kind of how I see it. Um, but but Deb, go ahead before we get into like the conversation about the obligation. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, that was what I was gonna say. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. But yeah, there's, it, I don't know, it, it, it makes me so torn. Um, there's there's a few, there's a few ways that I'll, I'll bring it up. But I'll first start off, you know, when thinking about it, do artists have a responsibility? Um, and I think I think they're they're letting the the listeners dictate how much music they don't put out. And so let me say this: I I think we have to realize that music ages well. You know, so the responsibility or obligation Good I think music is does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let, I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm going to take you somewhere. So the responsibility or obligation is, is being dictated by the listeners' opinions on if they should or should not. Whereas y'all talked about the groups, Cash Money, Rough Riders. The more tracks, and, and I know this is a bad example because she's great, but uh, we just heard Eve on the verses. And without her hopping on as many tracks as she did, even with the albums in between, um, I don't know how many albums she had exactly, but just the amount of music she put out, she was able to have more songs that we actually recognized. Whereas some people might've been hesitant to put out music and I'll just for this, you know, just talk about Trina where she might, we might only know about two or three albums. So after her few cuts, you, you trying to do your track sevens from your albums and we like, what are these? What are those? Like, so I think there's, I think regardless of what people say, um, and the responsibility part or the obligation, I think that I think artists owe it to themselves just to put out as much music as they can. Sorry, I'm in LA and it's close to Fourth of July. Uh, oh, brother, I was trying to figure out what was going on. I thought that was my house. Like, did. yo, hey, we gotta stop recording. Mylon, you straight? Like, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on because I saw you didn't move. So I was like, man, but my okay. for a second, I was like, yo, is it going down? What's happening? But it's been since March, I, I can't, he let the machine go. Okay, <laughs> what is it? What is happening? You are right now. That's your is literally LA your next neighbor. Does, does LA know it's June? I mean, does, 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is LA? We we had these since February, brother. Happy crazy. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> boom, boom. Like, what is... oh, anyway, I, like I was saying, uh, I think artists owe it to themselves to try to put out as much as they can. And I say that because, especially if they end up catching catching that heat, that heat wave where they 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 just need to ride that wave, right? Uh, honestly, Lil Wayne, the minute he knew he had it. The minute he knew he had everybody's attention, he ought to just kept putting it out. And that's when I'm gonna run back to Kendrick and J. Cole. It's like, y'all had everybody by the necks with which y'all was spitting. And regardless, yeah, like, okay, I don't even care if you coming out with quality music. Honestly, in my mind now, just keep giving us your voice so that now when we have a versus later on, we can just continue to get blown away by track after track after track. Why? Because music ages well. And then we were so, like, oh and, and my ben, gosh. Benny, Bidev, Benny, Bidev. Used the, Benny used the word, keep your, keep your foot on their neck. Those are those like, wow. Those were, like, but, but, but can I add, but can I ask this, what you just said? You, you seriously would prefer for artists to, and one, let me make something clear. When I'm saying oversaturated market, again, I think you can do freestyles. I think you can do features. I think you can do that type of stuff. I'm talking about putting out and when I say full length bodies of work, like studio, uh, studio albums, right? Um, but you would prefer for somebody to come out with, uh, with music, even if it's not quality, just for the sake of hearing them, if they have that wave. If they, if but that's they, the, if they, but that's the thing. I'm, I'm surprised to hear that. But okay. But 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 that's the thing is that you're you're also so so. Your two things can be true. So yes, Benny Conway can drop three albums in one year. And yes, one of those can be I, one could even be trash, or one could two could be awesome and one could be, yeah, I mean, whatever. But that doesn't change just because they don't put it put an album out, put three albums out in a year. So he can wait and come out in three years, and when he drops. Bro, that was still trash. Like it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. It, so you mind? Well, that's, well, go so, for that's it. so that so that's true. That, but 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 my I guess my my premise is that by allowing yourself time as an artist to try new things, to be inspired, to let other people hear your music, to um, try new sounds, to just just practice right without the without the um, without public influence, right? All of those things in my brain that allows you the space to become better, right? And now, and again, maybe I'm wrong, but again, right. I, I just, I feel like I've seen that. So my, so my question was more so around, would you prefer, because we, we've talked about, right? That if we are, if we are judging people by their by their work that's out there, right? If we're looking at if we're talking about Mount Rushmore's of hip hop, if we're talking about who's in your people's top five, all of that. If you are just coming out with consistent bodies of work, if you just working, 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 and again, this is all assuming that like there's even people who are putting out like whack records. But let's just say you put it out, and then just because of the fact that people don't miss you, and you have just stayed consistent, and so then the appeal that was once there even diminishes, which likely then influences how great somebody will view your work, right? Like, 
I, I could imagine that Benny's first album, his fifth album, could quality wise maybe be on the same level, but but just because the the um you know that that kind of special thing of you know him first dropping versus the fifth album, I may not rank the fifth album as high, right? So if that happens and now I'm viewing the projects that he's come out with. It's like, yo, Benny had one classic, but after that, uh, I don't know. It gets a little bit shaky. And again, I'm not saying that this is the case, but I'm just using this as an example. Does does that not ultimately hurt where he is, right, in the span of, in terms of his place in hip hop, you know, within history versus you come out with, you come out with four projects and three are hidden and like classic level, Right. So if we talk about a Kendrick Lamar who has come out with four albums or what three albums, three albums, three studio albums, and we're like, yo, he's already in the go conversation and he's dropped three albums while Benny is working on his third or fourth or fifth right now, and he's not in the conversation with a Kendrick or a Cole, right? Like, what does that say? And 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 does that does that affect then his legacy? If even with more bodies of work, he doesn't have the same type of albums that would compare to somebody who only has three albums, right? Three so a, great albums. Like that, that's the stuff that I'm that I'm yeah. trying to figure out. And I know, and I know Milo will say more, but I think I think I think for what the us as audience want, honestly, in my mind, should be different from what the artists want. I think what audience want, we want to treat it like basketball. We want it to be super polished. We want their career to be super positive. We want them to go six for six, like Michael Jordan, right? And win every championship that they get into. Where I think that, honestly, what, what better practice than just being out there, in my mind, when it comes to music? And I say that because you can put out, you could put out, all right, and for the sake of Griselda, just because we're on him, he could put out the, uh, let's say he does five albums in two years right now. He could put out one good album. The next two could be trash, so that's three. Then we could say the next one uh, was like, okay, he came back. And the fifth one could be trash. That's a bad record, right? And then he's not in the conversation with Kendrick. But then let him come out with another good album. And it's still like we forget about the albums that are quote unquote trash. In my mind, when it comes to music, whereas we, we do get on LeBron for losing those championships. But honestly, when he's done, I mean, people are going to say it for the sake of the argument of being the GOAT. Because uh, basketball is seen that different, but I don't think music sh- uh, at the end will be seen like that. Because there's a lot of people who would have albums, if you look on their discography, I'm like, wow, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Because you're only going to count their rings in, in the sake of the music world. You're only going to count the rings. So you have room as an artist to put out trash albums, studio album, because it could just be like, oh, man, even like, uh, tw- let's say 2013, 2014, 2015. He could have had two trash ones in 2014, but 2013 was good and 2015 was good. And you know, he did at least one in 2014. Someone is still at the end of the day in 2025 uh, is going to be like, dang, that dude had a good album in 2013, 2014, and 2015, even though he had some trash albums in one of those years, which is, which is 2014. So it's just like, I just think it's going to be seen different at the end of your career. So why take the pressure of not putting out music just to have your legacy uh, kind of critiqued even harder because you don't have enough that you've put out. 
And that could be that could be difference of opinion. That could be subjective. That could be all that. But I think coming from my standpoint, um, as much as even I'm on the bandwagon of critiquing people and saying that their albums are trash and they don't measure up, I think now that I'm seeing all these verses happen, you know, people could have better careers if they just kept going for it. Like that's just, and this is just me coming to these conclusions that we're talking about it. Cause you guys are bringing up great points, but now I'm seeing just how we're uh, experiencing the culture and we're seeing generations of the culture um, and older ones in these verses. And we're like, dang, I thought like Manny Fresh, I thought Manny Fresh, and he honestly, he was cranking out a lot, but you know, it was just, it was like, if he would have kept going, maybe because there was a time where he stopped, maybe he was like, all right, maybe I should just take a break. Maybe I should try to get better. And then they try to come all polished and their sound is different or, or something. You know, they trying to do more R&B instead of the, the giddy up New Orleans bounce, you know, or something. So uh, I think I think people ought to just go for it as far as artists and just, uh, like I said, take it upon yourself to uh, just take that risk. Like, what, what are you going to lose as an artist? People talking about you. All right, but when that verses come on, like, I, honestly, I feel like that's how Drake is right now. He don't care what anybody is saying. Because if I hop on the verses in, in 10 years, y'all going to be like, yo, yeah, he do got a lot of cuts. So that's just my mindset on it. Like, take the L's. And, and that I think we want, we want people's careers to be too polished to the point where they might hurt themselves trying to step away and come back original. Or come or not, not even come back original, but come back, quote unquote. I, I know because I know what you're talking about, Landon. It's like you want them to be flawless, like like Mortal Kombat, like you ain't get touched. But at the same time, I think that could be a bigger risk than putting than than oversaturating the market. That's that's pretty much my main point. Is I think you're taking a bigger risk trying to go away and come back with some quality stuff, and you know what happens on that. Oh man. I thought this was going to be good. I, I stepped away. I did three years and it just still didn't hit. I wanted it to be perfect and people still didn't receive it right. Whereas the other guy or you yourself, if you go back in time, could have just said, dang, I put out six albums in uh, three years and, you know, people was kind of rocking with me. And now I got stuff. Even your trash albums are going to have some songs that people liked. So that that's kind of my take too, as, as far as even the trash albums is concerned. You're still gonna like something from one of my from my trash albums, so that 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 entails do that something too. Well, I think I, I think to that point, right? Like my, it's not that my expectation is that everybody's gonna put out like a flawless album, right? Like I don't I don't think that I think my I think my expectation is that artists are gonna continue to strive to get better, and I think that for some people, and again, I'm just going off Benny's words. I think in I think in Benny's mind going off of his words and not, I'm not trying to speak for him but from what what I hear him saying is I know that I'm dope and I'm one of the best rappers out here and I'm just going to continue to prove that which I don't I don't see anything wrong with that my only point is do we know what Benny is capable of if he actually stopped and practiced like if he had an offseason right J. Cole's whole thing was you know once the you know, he said, "Is I think in the documentary, he's like, once the season starts, that's as good as you're going to get until the off season and you practice more and you work on your free throws, you work on your on your uh, mid range, you work on your three point shots, whatever. And then you come back the next season and people see how you improve. But when you're in the game and the, once the season, once you're in the season, that's as good as you're going to get. 
So if if for Benny or whoever else is just constantly in the season mode and constantly grinding and not taking that off season, do we is he is he actually limiting himself from what he could potentially become? Right again, that's all speculation, but I I, I think I tend to agree with that logic of sometimes it I I. I find it very hard to believe that any artist can um, truly continue to put out music and grow artistically um, without uh, keeping in mind that the public is going to hear it if they don't just step away for a minute, right? Like if you know that people are going to hear what you're writing at some point, I think you that that has to be a part of your uh, of your operation when you're writing, as opposed to, look, I'm just gonna go away. I'm gonna try some stuff out. I'm gonna try to find the craziest pockets and flows. I'm gonna try some different flows, see how that works, right? Like all those different types of things. And a lot of that stuff, nobody's ever gonna hear. So it allows for you to master it and then come back and showcase it and demonstrate it on another album, right? And then you're like, yo, I didn't really know that Benny could flow in that pocket or that he could, you know what I mean? Like that, that type of thing. So it's not that I expect every, every album to be great. Sometimes people are going to miss. And like, I have some of my favorite artists have missed, right? Like that's not a thing, but it's the, are we potentially, or, or is the artist potentially limiting themselves if they are only in go mode and not in, let me just sharpen my pen, not by continuing to play more regular season games, but by going to back to the gym and just practicing, right? Closed door, ain't nobody here. I'm the only one, you know, that's here doing it. And like, then I'm gonna come back and show you like what I'm like, what I'm made of, right? That's just, a, that, that's a, that's a hunch. That's a speculation. Um, but, but that's, that's kind of the mode that I'm operating from, right? And again, we can say all this we want to, a Kendrick has not put an album out, but people are still waiting and foaming at the mouth for his album. And when he drops, I don't care if people like it. He is still right now. If we were to poll people, if you ask who's the kings of hip hop right now for this generation, it's three dudes, Drake, <laughs> Cole and Kendrick, even without Kendrick putting out an album. Right. So my, my point is, the amount of work that you put out doesn't always dictate whether or not you are going to be viewed in that GOAT status. I think the quality of work that you put out and how it resonates with the public does. And at least two of those people have been notorious for going away for a little bit. Kendrick probably being the, the biggest of those, Cole to an extent. Drake, not as much. But even Drake, like I was just looking it up, he's been in the game since 2007. He has five studio albums. So we, we just said that's what, 14 years? His, his, that's really a studio album every three years. Now, but what Drake has done, how he's cheated, and I am saying that, I was, I was mm -hmm. saying that loosely, not in a bad mm -hmm. way, is features, Lucy's, uh, really short EPs, right? Like um, uh, collab albums. So you hear Drake. Right. But like he's with future. So the dosage is a little bit less. Right. Or you hear Drake, but it's on three tracks. And then that's not those are all the throwaways from the album. So it doesn't really tell you what the album's going to sound like. So what we judge you on a lot of time. Well, what we judge Drake on is just, you know, his hits in a lot of ways. But even if we're looking at when we when we have had the conversation here, like 
Drake can't really be the GOAT with the with the albums that he's produced, right? But like he's been able to stay relevant without putting out full length feet or you know albums like that, right? He only has five of them out of a 15 year career. That's not the pace that some other artists are on, but those artists still aren't in the conversation of the GOAT, right? Again, whether we like that or not is a whole different conversation. So, but so so if I look at that, to me, artists don't have any obligation to drive that only when they only when they're ready to right like who, who how can i say or dictate whether or not an out, uh, artist drop now again if you choose not to drop and there's other artists that are dropping then i might look at you as like hey maybe you losing your spot in my top five maybe but that's just that's that's for me but i'll also have artists like sky zoo like we just thought i'm a huge sky zoo in it Sky Zoo over the last five years has probably dropped five projects. Like he's probably you, he's good for at least one year and maybe even more. Like, and I like it. Like, I, I but I know what I'm getting from Sky Zoo, right? Like, I, I know exactly what I'm getting. I like what I'm getting, and I will talk Sky Zoo up like for forever. But he is still not best believe if if he and Kendrick drop on the same day, I'm gonna go listen to Kendrick first, right? Like I just because I haven't heard from Kendrick. I want to hear what Kendrick has to say after all this time versus I ask guys who like I'm gonna play you and I'm gonna be really excited and you got bars, but I I you haven't kept me waiting and I'm and I don't want him to. So again like this is where we always say like those two things can be true at the same time. This is not a critique of the quality of music, but it's just to say I think there is something about one having people wait and that when you do you you build up a buzz and a hype and a um excitement around your work which i think all plays into how we tend to rate people's music and 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 how we receive it and then two it just allows for you to like it, it well and two i don't think that me wanting music dictates when an artist drops nor do i think it should I want artists to, you know, there's some artists who I've been waiting for, but like, like, what can I do if Kendrick don't drop for another three years? I mean, that sucks, but I just got the, I have the music that I have and I got to judge them based off that. Like, what else can I there's do? Two, there's two things. One, two things I'm hearing that I don't agree with. So one is waiting is not a category of your skill set. So basically, again, when you're saying it's, it's all speculation. So it is possible for you to drop three albums in three days and they all be Illmatic. It doesn't matter whether I waited, didn't wait. It doesn't matter. When I press play, yo, have you heard album two? Bruh, that was, it was freaking amazing. It doesn't but matter. Real quick, but real quick, real quick. That's not what I, I just want to be clear on what I said. I said, does it does it minimize the chances of the artist getting better? So if you're writing all of that in the same span and it's all on the same level, cool. I'm asking is, could you actually make something better than Illmatic if you had waited a year and dropped something else, right? Again, I'm going off the logic of J. Cole. J. Cole said, look, I'm stepping away. I'm going on the off season and I'm just pushing myself. Does he actually get a chance to do that if he drops three projects in a row without stopping, like, do we actually get the level of bars that we got on off season? Yeah, if, if he just if, pushes out if you're, music, if that's you're, my if question. If you're great, if you're, I, if I you're great, if you're yeah. great, yeah. Like I see, I think, I think you also think 
if you're if you're putting into again, can 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 the baby give us? I don't think so because I don't think he's great. But can Michael Jordan give me a hell of a first round series and then a hell of a second round series and then a hell of a third? Like yeah, can he? Like yo, he was averaging twenty. Now he's averaging thirty. Dude, I didn't think he could average forty five because he's great. That's what greatness is. If you're average or you're not that great of a rapper in the first place, then obviously not. And guess what? No offseason is going to make you great either. You're trash. You can't rap. It doesn't. The, the, the hip hop Dalmatians, I don't care if they go 20 years between their first album but and their last album. Mine, let's they're not, let's not, not good. They're not rapper. going no, to but, let, but, but let's not talk. I'm not. I'm, I'm Again, I'm trying to be very clear. I'm not saying if somebody can go from being whack to being great. I'm saying let's take the greatest artist that we have ever seen. Again, I'm going off of J. Cole said he he went on an offseason to get better. And so then what he produced was offseason, which I think we have all said, yo, that's some of the the lyrically, some of the top that Cole has produced. My question to you is based off even even from 2014 Hills Drive, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, what I've said is I think better album from a um uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, like you'll play it on repeat more, right? Like I think it has more more replay value. But from a lyrical standpoint, I think off season is better. If Cole doesn't stop after 2014 Forest Hills Drive and just keeps going, does he actually push himself to get to off season level bars within those? Let's say he drops three projects: 2014 Forest Hills Drive, something else, and something else within a two and a half year span. Do we actually get the 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 off season quality bars, lyrics that we do if he hadn't actually taken time off? My my assumption is no, because he said he took the time off to do that. So if he doesn't, then that doesn't mean we don't get good music. It doesn't mean we don't even get another 2014 Forest Hills Drive. But it also means that he doesn't reach that next level in his pin game that he did. Right. So I, I'm just I, the only reason I'm, I'm I'm not wanting to cut you off, but I'm just trying to be clear. I'm not talking about whack rappers versus great rappers. I'm just talking about if your bar is here already, if you're already at bar 10 and we know most people haven't reached bar 10. But if your goal is to get to bar 11, are you are we just saying, yo, nobody's at bar 10. So we just going to keep going to bar 10 and we just going to keep I'm going to just stay here. Or does allowing yourself some time off saying, you know what? I could either stay at bar 10 while people are watching me and like, I'm just keep wooing them with bar 10 or man, let me get down off these bars. Let me go lift some more weights. Let me go, you know, do some practice. Let me go get a trainer. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be start swinging from bar 11 and nobody's ever seen bar 11. That doesn't mean bar 10 wasn't great. Doesn't mean you ain't going to still woo us with bar with, with, with bar 10, but are we missing bar 11 if you don't step away? That that's that's my question. And if the answer is no, if y'all feel like the answer is no, then that's fine. But I just I want to distinguish that from saying, can somebody go from being a, a a mumble rapper to J. Cole? Like that's not what I'm that's not what I'm arguing. I was thinking that uh I, I really think that you can get better while rapping. You you getting you're you're getting on more tracks. And I'm not saying that when you step away, you're not rapping. And that's probably the difference that we're talking. Both both scenarios could be doing the same thing. One is just putting out, and one is 
having a bunch of throwaway tracks or some vault of unreleased stuff, right? That they're just projects at this point. Because J. Cole could have simply been working on his pin game, getting in the booth. Ah, okay, ball that up, throw it. Get in the pin game, going to the booth. And these are still being recorded. But in the meantime, there's another person in that same scenario who's actually liking some of it and putting it out as opposed to waiting it for it to get on off season. So I think you can still get better because I don't, unless, unless you're one of these packaged groups or rappers that's continually to put out club hits, that's, that's where I think you're coming from, where it's like, you're not, you're going to peak at whatever season if you're continually on go. But for rappers like a Deontay Hitchcock, I think if he just continue to do tracks and put out tracks and rap on tracks, he can get better. I don't think he would peak, but I, I do see the value um, of just maybe like not hearing yourself on the radio because we can't sit here and say that the media is not crazy enough for your mindset to change. So that part, I probably agree on that you stepping away would just do some level of growth that would help your pin game on just topical things. But on the sheer skill set of just rapping, I think you get better while you while you going. It's it's like boxing. You got to keep keep being keep sparring, keep getting the ring. What's my next bout? When's my next? You know, I think it's more on that sense of like if you if you don't use it, you lose it. But you know that's it's it's neither here nor there. I think it's very subjective. Um, I think I think it differs between every rapper, right? Well, not every rapper, but I guess the type of rapper. So I, I hear you on your on your stance and what J. Cole is, is, is bringing in that logic. But at the same time, I think there's artists who can just continue to get better, you know, and in, in, in going because you get in different type of beats. You you honestly are getting used to how you sound from being released all the time. Right now, you you trying to go back into the lab and thinking, all right, I think I got finally got it right. Then you finally put it out. It's like, nah, it could still be better. But the next, the other guy in the other scenario has been putting it out on the radio and he was like, all right, the radio seemed to be doing this. So let me just go back and make adjustments because he keep putting stuff out. So it, I think it, it's, it's different scenarios, man. This is why we love the game, to be honest, because then people end up just figuring out different lanes in my mind. So. Mine, go ahead. I know you said you had something else to, to that, that something else I think you, you disagree with. Oh yeah, you're number two. Yeah, no, I I disagree with the with the with the power of the weight, <clears throat> and I and I and I disagree that there is a that the catalog that every album that they you know I think Dev just said it like everything that you drop well it's like well you're gonna lose some 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 stature that you can't and I, I think I kind of alluded to it that you can't get better while you're while you're playing. I think, and, or that we can't get another level. I, I think that's the, to me, continuing to drop albums, you know, dropping one album is the regular season and dropping another album shortly thereafter is the playoffs. And dropping another album is can be can be deemed the finals now one could argue that oh it's the same season but it's not it's not the same season it's it's yeah it's the same year dude so i mean if you if you or if you like if you wrote to your point if you wrote three albums and you just released them at different times then yeah then one could argue 
um, that maybe we're not getting that much evolution. I, I could, st I still think that that's not true because I could, I, I could do, um, I could approach each album differently, all in the same, in the same day. I can approach one album where I'm just going to do all features. That means that you might not hear as much as me. I can do another album where it's just, just me, no features. I'm going to do another album that's full acapella where all you hear is my lyrics. I don't know. But the point, to, to Dev's point, is you got to get in the ring. You, you can't. And, and, and again, I hear you saying that getting in the ring is getting that in the ring out of the getting in the ring without being putting forth an album but i'm also saying to, to dev's point like but you got it you, you also you got to go to the record like there's a difference between like shooting in the gym and like yo everybody's watching and this is it's it's prime time you're going to be judged everybody knows if you go to the record you're going to be judged and so that therefore yes elevating and continue hooping the regular season Leave that, say, I'm going from here to the record, and then I'm going from the record to this tournament or whatever. It doesn't, and, and, and outside of any analogy of or, or metaphor, in real life, I think that the album that the artist is obligated, if you are trying to be in the space of put, write me down, Put me, put me down as one of the greats. I don't believe you can be great. And, and I just, and I've said that on this podcast and I've said it privately that, that Kendrick is pushing that line. And I get it because Kendrick is about to be, he's about to take, you know, we always use Drake as the conversation with LeBron. Kendrick is about to be Le LeBron. He's right there on that cusp. It's like, okay, at the end of the day, I believe that this, because it's just what the people want, no matter what he does, no matter if it's a, it, it don't even have to be a great album. It will be, that album is so amazing. I'm, Kendrick is so provocative and okay, whatever, dude. We, it, it probably, it only, I'm not saying that it won't be. I'm saying that even if it's not, it would be deemed as such because it's just what people want. If Dr. Dre dropped Detox, I don't really need Detox at this point from Dre. You're 137 years old. I hope you've detoxed by now. I, you know, I hope you don't need this album to help you do that. But guess what? California classic, West Coast, I, I don't, it's probably going to fall into those spaces just because we haven't heard. Because I think the space does something about, there's something about not hearing from folks. And that's not so much that it, and, I'm, and I don't believe that it's always a good thing. Not hearing from folks sometimes puts you in a like, is this really nice or is it just I ain't heard from him? I don't know. It's too late to, to try to figure it out. Um, and, and, I, and I think Dev said it best as too. I think it, it could be preference. But for me, I, I think you need to constantly, you, need to, you can't be ducking, ducking rappers. Uh, if, you, if you want to be deemed a GOAT, you, you, gotta, you, you have, and I think there's also, again, quality. You have to produce quality. I think that's the difference between making it to the finals nine times in a row. Like, okay, bro, you won like three and a half times. Like, I don't care if you make, but then we then we will flip it again. At least in sports, we'll flip it. But it's a it's quite the feat to make it there. So can so what? Consistency is not 
the same as being great consistently. You can show up. You can, the book, you know, the Buffalo Bills made it to the Super Bowl four times. We never say Jim Kelly is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. We, no one even mentions his name in quarterback because he lost four times. Who cares if you consistently getting there? You have to be great. And I think being great, you have a responsibility if you want. Again, this is a sport. Now, I'm not talking about painting at home on your own private canvas. If you want to put a, your art to be in the galleries, you got to you got to put it out there. It has to be sold. It has to be in the in the market. It has to circulate. We, we have to see you. And you can't paint, which people do. They paint one picture and they be like, oh, he's the greatest art, artist of all time. And that's all we got is that one photo. It's like we I think it's a benefit to your skill set and to the folks, um, to the to the culture. If you are if you are putting out quality work at a high level, I was thinking too. Um, I think I got the cre- the perfect creative player for the rap game, and just the rate in which people come out, the attitude, like you said, if somebody if a rapper come for you or anything, a, a fifty cent attitude with a reason, style, lyrical ability. If fifty was like reason at the way he was coming at folks, at the approaches of his album, because we loved, we loved, I mean, I think 50 Cent had a good good kid, Mad City type when he first came out. But then by the time he got to the massacre, which I'm not trashing the massacre, it's just like, you know, you can start to see a peak and then you can start to see a decline. But if he had bars like Reason, then he, with his attitude, with his rate and with his going at people's throats, he could have been the perfect creative player <laughs> of a rapper. You know I, like, what I, mean? I like, I like, I like what you, I like, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, and, and again, that, that could, that could fail in many ways too, but I'm just saying, I think as far as like what we want to see is like that, like, I think 50 put out more than Kendrick. At, if this was, if this was 50 at Kendrick Lamar's point in his career, 50 put out more than Kendrick. And, and 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 Kendrick has the ability to, and I'm not even telling Ken, Kendrick to be that way, I guess, you know, because, you know, we, we love him anyway. This is for the game, right? But if if we wanted to say clear pound for pound, like, like we wouldn't even, we wouldn't even have any uh, shoulder shrugs when saying Kendrick's the GOAT. Kendrick would just be the GOAT if he was, if he was doing a 50-cent yeah, attitude. And that's, like, <laughs> and that's, what I, that's what I said. And that's what I said about, that's what I've said about LeBron. It's like, as much as, I'm not a fan, bro. If you won, if he if he won nine in a row, man, what what, what I can't handle conversation. This cat won nine in a row, bro. Hey, get a goat. I don't even you flop or whatever, but hey, you won nine in a row. But getting there nine times is not the same. And again, that's you know using a different analogy. I think those are just different conversations. Uh, like I, I I love what 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 you just said there. Like they're like yeah. The 50s, you know, aggressive, like y'all coming for everybody's helmet, but you got reasons bars, like yo, a couple of these albums would have been classics in a different arena, you know, not just classic yep. 50, but classic, actual classic bars. So, so, but I, I think, you know, if we, the, the reason I, I, I really struggle with the. I don't know how we could rate an artist based upon how much time has gone by in between 
albums. Like if Kendrick never drops again, let's say he never drops again. Does the stature of the work that he's already produced now decline because he hasn't produced anything else? Like, I mean, you know, we talk about Biggie. Obviously, Biggie had two albums. Pac had four. He had three albums before he passed. I'll give you Don Cluminati as a, as a posthumous album because that was recorded a lot, like, and, you know, put together, like, right after he passed. Pac had four, and he's still revered as one of the greatest artists of all time. Now, obviously, we know that he has no control over, you know, releasing music at this point. But just off the sheer amount of music that he produced, if we're going off of albums, he has four albums. Kendrick has three albums. That does not actually include Section 80, which is another album. It does and not include features. Doesn't doesn't include mixtapes. I was about to say overly dedicated, Kendrick Lamar's or whatever the first one was. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's other music that is there that doesn't include Untitled Unmastered, that doesn't include uh, Black Panther soundtrack, which I don't count as an album of his, but again, just work that he has been heavily involved in and put out. So to say that his now stature declines because he's waited some amount of time to like put an album out, that, to me just sounds crazy. Like I, I have to it's go back undisputed. to there. And so, and, and, and again, I whether we like to believe it or not, I fully believe that Part of, I think I said this in the last, in the last, um, in the last episode, I don't remember, but like part of the reason that DMX was like out of here crazy fame was because he came in at a point where it was shiny suits and it was, nah, we finna take this back to the grimy era, right? And so there is all, there is a psychological feature that plays into how great we we tend to rank people, right? It's not solely about the music, but there are other aspects. So, Dev, you said it when when we was doing a review on um on uh on off season, right? He was like, kind of wish he hadn't released the interlude because now that I heard it, didn't really hit the same once I heard the album, right? So, imagine had you not heard that, and now you listen, like, just imagine just how much, even if it was a little bit, how much better that album would have been because that little surprise was in there, right? But now the surprise ain't there. So now if the album was a 10, it's really now nine and a half just because you heard the track before, right? All these albums that we now get a surprise album. So they drop and it's like, yo, we got to rush and listen. And then it's quality on top of it. That's going to influence how great we view these people, right? We can't, nostalgia plays a huge role in how we view things. So somebody that's listening to something when they're eight or nine or 10 years old, right? That thing is going to be amazing and the greatest thing ever versus somebody who listens to it after the time has already passed, right? And it doesn't mean that the music isn't great one way or another, but there are other factors that determine how we how great we view something to be. And I would I would find it very, very hard to believe that a level of excitement that is built around something when you don't know what to expect from an artist, when you've been hearing speculation about what's gonna be released, who they've been working with, who's gonna be featured, what producers they've been working with, how their sound has changed, all of that. And then you hear it and it's a quality body of work, like the legend that is behind the making of it, all influences 
than how it's received by the public, right? And that is the type of stuff that then pushes people into GOAT status a lot of times, right? Again, I'm, I'm not saying that that's in every single situation, but a lot of times that's what it is. And so my point in, again, the oversaturation, it doesn't mean that people are going to get sick of you, but I do think that there is something to be said about, man, like I ain't heard this dude in a long time. He came back with some hard, like it's gonna get a little bit more respect than that thing that came out that is like, yo, this is a good project. Last three was good too. That just came out like three months ago. Like there's another good one, like cool, but it's not gonna have the same impact, right? Like, so th- I, I guess that's that's what I'm saying is I think all of those things, whether we whether we we really uh, factor it in or not, I think plays a huge role. And I just want to be again, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that when I'm saying take a break. I'm not saying take a break and don't rap. I think folks go. You can have battles with people. You can, again, go. You lock yourself up in the studio. You can go do features. You do what you need to do to keep your pen sharp, but do it without the pressure of releasing it. I, I cannot imagine that people are just writing whatever for the sake of getting better, knowing that people are going, I mean, not that they're not trying to get better, but like, I think, you know, we, we've said it before, the, the, the pressure not having the pressure, if you're expected to lose, like you're going to go out there and play free because it's like, yo, like I have nothing to lose. Like it is what it is. And then you see like, yo, such and such guy game. Like where has that been before? It's no pressure. So when you in the studio, you practicing like, oh, snap, I didn't even know. Like, bro, how did that even come to mind? Like, I'm just trying, maybe, maybe you're trying to do some, uh, you know, trying to do some melodies here or there. Right. And then like the songs that you create, maybe are a little bit better, whatever it is. Right. But like, having the freedom to do that without also thinking like, okay, I got to write this song. I need this type of song for this album because I'm putting it together. Like, you know, Benny said that he was recording Burden of Proof and Plugs I Met too at the same time. Like, imagine if he had just focused on one <laughs> and, and then went to the next one, right? Like, but to, I, again, I would find it very difficult to believe that having to jump back and forth between those two albums doesn't affect the overall quality of work, right? Just jumping back and forth between two different mindsets again doesn't mean neither one are good but like how much better could they have been had you just i'm going all in here taking a three-month break and then i'm going all in here right like i'm not traveling back and forth especially when you're putting out projects then you have to not only not only are you writing songs to it you're making sure that all the logistical stuff to get the album out then you have to do interviews then you got to travel and in most cases you're still touring right you're doing all of those different types of things so then it just doesn't allow the space to be an artist like just to just to be creative all the time, right? You find pockets, but like when you can just, all right, I ain't got nothing. I'm at the house, I'm chilling. Like you, you inviting people over, you having ciphers, right? You doing whatever, you still staying sharp, but it allows for you to find new ways of being an artist as opposed to just sticking to the same old thing that's gotten you there. And it doesn't mean that it's not good, but you know what I mean? It just, it, I, I see that as potentially doing something different. But, you know, again, Benny is winning. So that's not to say you can't win. I don't know that he's in the GOAT conversation right now, but he's winning. Like, but for me, I've said, if Royce stay at this pace, like Royce got one or two more, like really, really solid bodies of work. And like, I'm willing to, I'm ready to, I'm ready to put him in that conversation. Right. And I don't care if that means he dropped two albums in the next seven years 
or if that means that he dropped two great albums in the next six months. I just want to see quality music from him. And like, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I do think that taking some time, I think him, you know, let me, let me try to be my own producer, right? Like he's trying that. And then, you know, he gave us a mixtape here. He gave us an album, went, produced on his own, gave us the allegory, right? Good project. Don't think it was his best one. Don't think it was Book of Ryan, but still good project. Let's see what the next one or two are. It's been a minute since he's released now. I guess what have been a year and a half or so. Um, you know, let's see. But like, that's the type of stuff that I think is, it, it helps to push the artist from an artistic standpoint to maybe go to that next level. But if you want to stay at good or stay at great, like if you're good with two championships, right? And then the rest is like, you just getting bounced in the third round of the playoffs every year. Hey, I mean, you know, some people are going to knock you for that. Some people going to be like, but they had the greatest two championship runs ever. And you still a legend. Like it is what it is solely from an artistic standpoint. I love to see people grow and like do something that we didn't expect. Right. And like, I would love to see Benny come back. I'm like, yo, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for Benny to do that. Right. Like for Pusha T to not be on, you know, like, all right, Pusha T, you did Pharrell. You now have worked with Kanye. Like, yo, what would it look like to like hold up with, you know, Timbaland or Hit Boy or whoever else? Like, just to do something different, like switch it out, like push yourself, you know. And again, that's not to say he hasn't rapped on some of their beats before, but I'm just saying, like, different things like that push an artist and I think add to a level of excitement and ultimately how we view them. Um, so I'll, I'll shut up now for a second and let y'all talk. I think we might be on final thoughts. Uh, I do, um, I do hear you on that. I think, uh, I think my conclusion to that is that, that that can be a greater risk. It's almost like the risk of becoming an NBA all-star or, or let's go beyond, we like to say star, all-star and then superstar, right? And so you, the, the, the J. Cole logic, the Kendrick Lamar, honestly, route is the superstar route. And you can afford to take that when you're trying to, to do a, a be a superstar but if you're just trying to be a good dude in the league and have a good career i think i think you have a better probability of just putting out music than you would um trying to wait and and, and deem yourself a superstar now that ain't i agree with that i, I will agree with that, that. i think everybody. your stature in the league i mean in the in the in the field definitely dictates how much like if you can take off as much time as as they have that I do yeah. agree. So that as as a final thoughts thing, this this is what makes the episode great is the fact that we can come up with these identifiers now. That if you're trying to be a superstar, you can afford to have the Kendrick Lamar route, J Cole. Um, I mean, there's even a couple people who tried it and, and had a, a decent run, but they probably didn't measure up on the quality enough so they couldn't be deemed a superstar. And, and again, right, these are probably based on the results of your album. Kendrick's results in response to his albums probably was like, all right, cool, I'm sitting. <laughs> you know, they like, I'm here, I made it. I'm getting the keys from Snoop Dogg. I'm didn't like I'll just reaping all the fruit that he got, right, as a response to his albums. It was like, all right, like, like honestly, kind of like 
kind of like KD. KD probably didn't know how he was going to measure up when they were the supersonics. But by the time there was the Thunder and, and he was going to the championship and then being talked about in the, in the, in the ESPN realm of, man, I got number one, LeBron, number two, KD. Okay. Now I, I can kind of, I can kind of pull my coattails a little bit. I, I can kind of do basically pick, do the route that you're saying with the, with the J Cole. I, I can go back and get even better. And then, of course, to to KD to the, to the demise of the analogy, you know, KD went to the Warriors, but that still didn't uh, that still didn't rule out the fact that he ended up being great at the Warriors. It was almost like here I am, a superstar going to other superstars, and you still know that I'm the best player on this team. So you know that that is that is what my final thoughts are. Do is that we finally were able to kind of. Um, you know, identify, create, create some sort of hierarchy in this, create some sort of spectrum in this. And, and for the, for the average Joe, if you, if you want to become a rapper, I, I think, I think you can afford to, um, to put music out, but if you feel yourself getting that type of buzz, then, then I don't mind. I don't mind uh, having a sort of timeline that, that allows you, allows me to miss you. Um, I'm not gonna lie as a fan, which is which is that's how great Kendrick can be. As a fan, I want to hear you more, but how great you are will dictate how mad I become <laughs> on how long you take. So so that's that's me. Mr. Drake, you got you got final thoughts here. Um yeah, you 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 have to make more music. Um, that's pretty much the, the gist of it. Uh, I love that though. <laughs> that's it. That's all. You that's all. Gotta I'm done. You gotta make more music. I, I don't understand this, man. <laughs> um, if you quality, you quality, son. Yeah, make you, more yeah, music. <laughs> you're nice. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna see trash. You're nice. I mean, we we said we said it about Floyd. It's like his last. Five, not include this this last coonery that just happened, but this last four or five fights, maybe six. He was just he was just trying to get to fifty. He wasn't he wasn't trying to be great. And I, I again, I'm not mad at. I'm not I'm not the one to your same point. Like who am I to tell you? Who am I to tell you to fight Manny Pacquiao in his prime? I don't want to. I don't want to. You want getting knocked out, not me. So if you don't want to fight Manny Pacquiao in his prime. Fighting when he a thousand years old and already been knocked out by uh, OG, got tangled up in the ropes, and now you want to fight him? Sure, hey man, do your thing. You want to fight two M- an MMA fighter and a dude who's I don't know what his claim to fame is. Hey man, that's that's your choice. But at the same time, one of the things I respect to the, to this day is one of the reasons why I call Mike Tyson respectfully the greatest of all time. I say respectfully because I get Muhammad is in there. You know, it's a lot of Joe Lewis. It's a lot. He wasn't afraid of nobody. He never ducked a fight ever, ever. Lennox Lewis, let's let's, let's go. He's fighting them cats before the fight. Like, it doesn't matter, man. (laughs) That's the thing. That's the, that is what, that is, that is the cloth from which I am cut. That's how I see all compet anything where there's going to be you and somebody else even tiger woods when it's like the game itself is you playing by yourself but you're playing against your score is against other people 
Hey man, I'm about to decimate these fools. Yo, I who, don't know who, who has done who who is in that category that you're talking about right now in terms of rappers who you feel like needs to drop because they're ducking somebody. I feel like I I, I don't want to say Drake. I think Drake's style is he's ducking. He's 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 doing the the Floyd thing where he's like, I am fighting, but this dude. Okay. Yeah, everybody sure. already know this dude is not gonna beat me. But I'll fight him. It's a fight. You want to see a fight? Oh, let's fight. Let's fight. Let's do it. It's like, come on, bro. Like these. So I, I would say I think Drake is in that category. Um, I I don't think there's a lot of duckers as much as I would say. Hmm, I, I I think Drake. I put him in the category of ducking because getting into that space now puts you in a different it's like it's like going you know um step going from being a boxer to mma it's like the losing is going to be epic it's not just like you're going to lose oh it's a draw like if you go get in the mma if you go get in the octagon you might get slept and like oh my he got kicked in the mouth and so that i feel like that's the fear from drake is like i'm so good in this space that if I go over here and start actually rapping, rapping, now folks will be like, oh, okay, wait a minute, we put you in a different space. And I'm gonna be honest with you, this could be controversial, controversial, which is nothing new that I, I don't think I've ever said anything that wasn't controversial. Nothing except old. maybe like, <laughs> except maybe like hello or goodbye or something. I don't know. I I I think I get the I feel like Kendrick is. Is, is in that space of, it's not artistic anymore. It's, uh-oh, I put together you this. said that. I don't get that at all, bruh. It's not. Wait, it's let not him a, finish. You put together no, what? Because I want no, to. He said, he said that before. He put together, no, he put together this catalog of awesomeness. And it's, to, to me, Cole has done with the last, hmm, I almost want to say anything after 2014, Forest Hill Drive. It was like, oh, Cole, you know, okay, so you, you, oh, you up now. You up, up. Okay, all right, let's see. And so he was like, all right, let me, boom, take this one. Okay, that was kind of nice. Boom, take this. Yo, yeah, I, I see you, KOD Cole. Was and then it was like, boom. That's what I'm saying. It was like, it was like, oh, that's what we, it was again. It was the like, oh, Cole, okay, we're going to put you. So you, you really want to be in this conversation. And whether or not he, I mean, I say he is, but whether or not a, an album met that, checked that box off, he put, here's my offering. Kendrick is not giving us an offering because if I don't give you an offering, you can't judge anything. All you can do is say, well, Bruh, it looks like he ain't giving us nothing else. <laughs> no, it's You're disrespecting this. No, listen, listen to what I, so if, if, if I'm giving you three great albums, it's like if Jordan said, hey, look, I won three in a row. Why would I come back to the league? Because if I come back to the league, what's the first thing you're going to say? But can he do it again? Can he win another one? So instead of coming back to the league, I just stay retired and I allow y'all to look at, because if he, if Jordan never came back, he would have had a three-peat, which is still in, in, in this day and age, a rare feat to accomplish. Folks get two, Lose, maybe win another one. But to win three in a row, he could have still been like, man, that dude still is. Like, he's goatish. But guess what would have happened? LeBron won four, three and a half. He's a bubble championship. 
and he won four, and it would have been like, there's no more conversation about Jordan. Three Pete or not, four rings beats three. Like, wait, hold on. What about three quality wins in a row? It doesn't matter. He doesn't have more than LeBron. LeBron's the greatest, blah, blah, blah. It's It was what Jordan said. Nah, I gave you three in a row, but I need you to know for a fact who's the greatest. I'm not only going to come back and get one more. I'm going to get three more in a row, and then I'm leaving. Now, talk about me. That's the type of, again, that's the energy. Like, Mike Tyson was like, look, you want me to fight Evander? I bit the man's ear. That's what's up. I'll fight him again. You want me to fight Lennox Lewis, who was six foot three with an 82-inch reach? I won't even be able to get to his chest? Sure. I don't care. I'm scared of no one. Kendrick is not giving me I'm scared of no one vibes. Now, he, what he's giving me is a, is a little bit of Andre 3000, where it's artsy. I'm, I'm feeling the vibrations of music right now or whatever. I got it. All right. So you, uh, whatever. But it's also, I'm not going to keep letting people drop. I'm not going to let J. Cole start to be in this conversation. I'm not going to let these Griselda cats that I ain't never, that were, they were dropping no studio albums when I was doing my work all of a sudden come in and drop two or three. Now, nah, hold on, hold on. That was the type of stuff that Jay-Z did. That's what's up. Y'all, 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 you, are y'all done or are y'all finished? Cool. Bam, take that. Now, whether I like the offering or not, he gave it. He said, hold on now, wait a minute. Don't get it, don't get confused. It's still Jay-Z, I still run stuff. How do we know? Take this album. Whether or not I liked it, whether or not it lived up to the hype, he gave us an offering. The fact that there is so much hip hop happening, you can't, it's just any, I, I, I'm gonna walk, walk away with this on, on, on this, this last metaphor. In boxing, you can accumulate a lot of belts, but you will have to vacate the belt if you don't defend the title. You can't just hold the belt over your shoulder for 15 years. Like, yo, you gotta fight. Like, you've got the belt, you gotta defend it. And you'd be like, nah, you know what? I don't want it. You can have this one, and you got it, and you vacate it, and it go to the dude who's who's currently the you know the the, the next in line, second place. You just got to give you just literally no fight, just hand him over the belt. I already got eight. I don't. I, I'm not gonna. Do, I don't want to fight you. I just take it. That's where he is, and the, I get it. You got a lot of belts on your shoulders, and you can't defend all of them, but you got to defend one. You got to at least get in the ring and defend one of these belts, bro. You can't just be. Man, he won so many titles, bro. That's cool, but you a boxer, B. Like you, you're supposed to fight. Like you can't win the title and then never fight again and be like, well, I'm, I'm going out heavyweight champion of the world. Who can say that? Like, come on, man. So, you so got to have only, mad squabbles, son. You know what I mean? So the, the only yeah. thing I'll say, I, 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 I get and appreciate the. There's a lot of hip hop happening. And he hasn't come back. I think one. It's a, I think each I think each of them of the three that are at the top right now are actually fighting three different fights because I, I I agree with you I don't think that Drake is looking to be the best rapper anymore I think he is just chasing hits I think Cole as of at least as of right now especially with offseason is trying to prove that he is the best rapper and I think Kendrick is just looking to make the best music like I, I think those are the three and Kendrick while I would like for him to come back and like show I still got this to his credit, 
has actually done that before and has not dodged the smoke from the likes of minimum Drake and Big Sean, who folks was kind of like, at least at the time, especially Big Sean, uh, was like, yo, like they coming for, for Kendrick. And he shut that down very quickly, both of them. So he's engaged in that. And let's not forget the control verse where he called out everybody to be like, yo, let, like I, I am the great. And although a lot of people did a lot of responses, still nobody has showed up with since then and al- albums <laughs> to compare to what he dropped after that. Or even there might have been a handful of people with responses. I was like, oh, that was cool. And it was more so generally either bigging up or, oh, I want to do a control verse too to show people how good I am. Not like a, yo, I'm, I'm dissing Kendrick directly. So let, let's not act like he ain't did it before. That's number one. Like he, he has done that. He has engaged in back and forth with the top rapper right now in Drake and, and others in the field. And I and all of this, I think now he is definitely in the space of just making the best music for him, especially given you mean, when you say making it for him, like he's making it and then playing it to himself and then close. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I don't know because I haven't heard no, anything, so I don't I'm, know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, neither have I. But I'm saying I think. That, <laughs> okay. I think no he's chasing. I do think that he's chasing himself. I don't think that he's scared to drop it, but I do think that he is one. I think he went away like he has done before and he's being a father and a husband and all that type of stuff. But I think also he is, he is not concerned with like, I think, I think the thing that is different from when Jay-Z was coming up to like now is Kendrick doesn't have to, for a long time, it was the best was who was, who was selling the most. Kendrick is going to do numbers. So, like you said, it could be trash. He's going to do numbers, though, because he's Kendrick Lamar. So whatever he puts out at this point, it doesn't have to be from the standpoint of I'm coming from a number one spot. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to show y'all like how many like when I come out, watch how many albums I sell. It's like, no, I'm just got to make good music. And I've already did the competition thing. Like, I spurred the competition back up, like control, put competition back in the game, at least for a little bit. Like. I don't gotta. I don't, why, why do I need to do that again? Like I, I got y'all back on y'all game. I got people out here freestyling again. I got people out here on this control verse. I got people to be upset. I got people to like show off their skills. So I've done that. I've given you three quality albums. Like what more do I gotta do? <laughs> like like what other than drop more good music? Like like there's there's no throne to be taken from him at this point. Like three 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 is not enough, bro. Y'all got, y'all gotta stop. How many like, more people? But 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 Mylon, to be fair, <laughs> like like let's be real. How many people can say that they have the 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 quality of um music and or the the, the quality discography that Kendrick has? Crazy. So we, you're telling me one artist in the history of hip hop has what? No, I didn't say one. I mean, we 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 we've done this. We can go. It, it's it's not. So it's, so, I will so, I will, I will honestly say it's not just like it's not it's not three thousand people. But he's not the only person in the world to ever make three good albums. Like that's just ridiculous. That's, no, that's but 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 my but 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 to your but but again, my point is as a extremely small number. 
So okay, I'm well, it's, the same, the same the, uh, if we can think of at least three other people, then those three people that have three albums are also, they must be the greatest of all time too. If that's all it takes. Because if, it, if it's three quality albums, then whoever no, got I'm three sa- quality albums is the greatest of all time. Well, well, I'm, one, I'm saying I, I have said, I've been consistent. I think I think Outkast Run is up there and their GOAT status for sure. Uh, Jay-Z that's is group, up there. Though. Huh? That's a group, but I hear well, but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying in terms of like in hip hop history, like if we run down, like the folks who do have that type of discography, like are all in the GOAT status. They are. And anybody who, who, who don't, don't fall in that category. And again, I'm not saying I don't want Kendrick music, but I, I don't think that throne is going to be taken from him. Like even if he doesn't drop it, like short of, I think at, at this point, the conversation is it, of the three, is it Cole? Kendrick or Drake, and I think with Cole putting out the music that he did, it it uh, it gives Cole a, a little bit more of an edge, right? If if we're looking back at history and say, well, look, Cole gave us more work. He came out with All Season, which he was killing it lyrically, like blah blah blah. So yeah, okay, like point for Cole. But anybody else, <laughs> like as of right now, I'm not saying nobody will ever do it again, but like as of right now, like. He ain't got nobody to be worried about other than Cole and Cole's his partner. Like, who else he got to worry about? Like, honestly, <laughs> just because of the lane that they're in, like, Griselda the could audience. have 10 more projects. But they, like, that's just the landscape of hip hop. Like, they're just not going, they're not, I don't think they're challenging Kendrick's throne, right? Like, but that's what I'm saying. But, but, but again, I, we just said, I, I'm not trying to go down this lane because I, I don't want to, I don't, I, I want, I want Dev to get his, uh, but you, but you, again, but Benny has two qual. Benny had, in, in my opinion, Benny has three quality albums. They may not have sold as much as uh, Kendrick, but Benny the Butcher has three quality albums. Conway has three quality albums. So if we're just going down to three quality albums, and but then we're going like, oh, and then guess what? We're gonna start with this other stuff, but then did they did they do this and did they do that? We're gonna be here all add a bunch of things to the list, but that's my point. Is I get that list, I get those items. They're all important, and one of those it cannot be. You cannot dominate. Let's just say, for example, because we've we've argued it. Drake can I? I mean, at least with Kendrick, you can have a conversation about sales, but. But we've also said, well, record sales is not it. That's not the only thing. So if if the three quality albums is not the only thing, then you might want to step back into the game and do whatever the other things are. I don't kick, build build buzz, make a movie. Uh, I don't know, but you're the fact that you are again and or be Andre three thousand. I respect Andre. Andre ain't making no album. Andre is done. Yeah. Ooh. We're and all we got is we just listen to Outcast right now, but don't give the impression that you're, yeah, you know, I'm just waiting, just haven't dropped it yet. Okay, dude, are you dropping it or not? And if you're done, you're done. Guess what? We can stop looking over our shoulder and hey, let's focus on this cat that is actually making albums by the name of J. Cole. Um, maybe you do need to be worried about your throne because. While everybody else is still doing stuff. You decided to retire early. You you going Barry Sanders out here in these streets? Cool. That's a risk you're willing to take in deciding if you're going to be the best running back of all time. Got you. You have a right to that. But what we're not going to do is act like 
he ne- like like he never got to pick up another football to 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 make it clear if whether or not he's he's the he's the greatest of all time. Like I you I don't know if I don't know if that run was like that. Bro. Like it's nice, but it ain't it ain't. He never got to do. He could he could he could sit out. He could sit on his hands for the rest of his life. Mm, I don't know about that. I, mean, I, know, I, I, I know Milo. No, I know Milo's dedication to to his attitude is strong. But if Kendrick drop a track, Kendrick drop an album, and he ain't speaking nothing like this, <laughs> and he is he is loving the album, I'm gonna be no. Dying. I, I, I I'm didn't gonna be say it. I never said I couldn't I know, love the I album. I'm just true. saying that you. What are you doing? Like what? Are, what? Are, just just like I know people who can cook really well. But if I if I pull up to the house and the the, the lights are off in the kitchen and the, you know the, you look half sleep like yo what are we doing like are we eating are you, are you, are you gonna cook <laughs> Chef Ramsey what man, what is this you don't even have your white jacket on it's like yeah bro like you know I mean you've seen my meals before though right yeah I have but <laughs> I thought we were about to eat you know what I'm like but why do I need to cook bro you you bro I got shows you you know me like bro. I get all that, but I'm I'm hungry. Or am I eating or not? And again, if you're not, if I'm not eating, if you're not cooking, cool. I'll know I need to order something. But when we not, you got me sitting here posted, thinking you about to prepare something real quick. And that's, I think that's just whack. That's the that's the super whack part to me. Is just, are you or are you not? Just say I'm retired, and then cool. No, I, was, well, I mean, I, I feel like, I, but don't do that because every rapper says they're retired and they don't. Well, so actually, yeah. Too. So, yeah, but yeah, but I feel you. Right. And again, I I, I think the, the only difference between what you're saying and what I'm saying is I think the only person that he has to worry about at this point in terms of quote unquote taking this fight in terms of the, the realm that he occupies is Colt. And I think that it, and, and I don't think that there is any. And he's talking about retiring. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I mean, and I, and I don't think that there is any uh shame and yo i put out my three and if cole is the only person who could touch you even after putting out three albums and you like taking this long i think that says something about you too but you know but but either way i'm hoping he drops an album i don't think he has an obligation to i don't think any artist has an obligation to drop but i hope he does uh at some point i hope he does i hope that um you know, I hope that crit is going to be coming with something again soon. I hope that there's a number of artists that I'm looking forward to. Um, but, you know, who am I? They ain't, ain't got to drop because I want it. Um, but, yeah, that we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. I'm sure we'll, we'll end up picking up this conversation again at some point because mine will be upset next week that, that Kendrick has not announced a, um, a release date. Um, but until then, uh, Young Dev, you got any, any shout outs? Um, this brother this is think about no shout He oh yeah, uh, no no. It, it's it's a, it's those. a tough one. It's a tough one because it's been a long time coming. Not even for this, but it's just I I think we would be remiss. But then at the same time, as I don't know if it's salt on our game, but but Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday. You know, it's in the record. It's in the record books. You know, uh, I, I'm quite sure, even though it probably wasn't expected, right? But I'm quite sure MLK getting a holiday back then was probably received in a very interesting manner, right? And and I think that's how I feel about this, but it happened. So the, the most I could say um, that it's a shout out is the fact that the, 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 the progressional work 
of, of gaining understanding of what has taken place um, in this country um, can now be more exposed. I mean, it can have more exposure to then be a catalyst to more growth for the racial relations of this country by having this holiday deemed federal. You can't now use language like, oh, we just started celebrating Juneteenth since 2019, which is a true story from our one of our family members, <laughs> from someone who uh, basically, uh, just in light of social media, I would probably say that Juneteenth have gained popularity or, or some, sort of, some sort of exposure or enlightenment to, 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 to things that took place. Um, so that is why I'm shouting it out because as much as it feels like salt in our game, it is still a step in the right direction to, you know, to have exposure, you know, to, to, to get some sort of education, to gain some sort of understanding. You know, I, I can keep going on with that, um, but, but that's, that is what my shout out will be. Um, I'm sorry it was so whack <laughs> in my tone. <laughs> this brother, oh, yeah, shout out. Um, I mean, so like, the worst tone ever, but oh, uh, two yep. teeth, right? <laughs> no, that's what it was. It was already I was already biting my tongue on, on bringing it up because it's 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 being received in many of different ways. But I would just still have to shout it out, man. I do. No, I, I get the I get the reservation. I saw a meme that uh, I, I I probably agree with. It was like this dude at the bottom of the stairs, and each stair has something that was like talking about right the bottom one that he was stepping on at first was like uh finally talking discussing race in schools, and then it was like voting rights, police brutality, reparations, and then it was him with his other foot all the way at the top talking about June uh Juneteenth as a holiday. And so it was like skipping all these other steps to like right. Like mm -hmm. so and again I get I mean I, I and I and I definitely hear what you're saying, right? And I and I get that meme. And again, I think two things can be true at the same time. I don't I think that um just doing that doesn't change uh the status of doesn't change our status here in America, but it um it is an acknowledgement in in a way that it hadn't been before. And like you said, I think it is becoming more in the consciousness of um society. So I don't think that that's a bad thing in and of itself, but it, this just can't be used as like a see, hey, look, we gave y'all something else. So I I, I understand. That's that. what we're always afraid of. Yeah. So uh Mr. Drake, you got shout outs. Uh yeah. Uh I actually had a, a different shout out, but um shouting out this Bobby Sessions album. Um it's called Manifest. Uh he's got some very interesting features on there, Rick Ross, uh, Benny, uh, Freddie. Uh, he's just, I, I think he's uh, an under, extremely underrated uh, lyricist and artist. Um, I think I, I stumbled upon him, you know, from just looking at like new artist releases uh, back in the, I've known about him for a while. Um, and then I just, you know, I think he's he's under the radar. And so when I when I oh yeah, he got out, he got a new album out. 
Um, he is, I definitely would 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 would, uh, would acknowledge that he's not the person. I, there's some people that I just constantly check on to see if they drop something like a Nick Grant. I'm always going back to you know Nick Grant's artist page to see like oh is, is he has he dropped anything. Uh, Bobby is not in that category, but it should be for me. Um, this this manifest album is 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 I mean all his albums are nice, but he he has a, a revolution one two and three. And I would I would argue that you should check as well. I think I think one of those uh, albums that were released in uh, 2018 is when when I first started. Like oh man, it's speaking of which he he dropped um, all um, he did not drop them all in the same year. So he did two 2018, 2019, 2020, um, one two and three. Uh, he didn't listen to me and take my advice. Yeah, you know, I could have did them all three in, in, in the first 30 days. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, just Bobby Sessions, man, check that brother out. Um, I, I, I fool with, with his artistry, um, his, his lyricism. And, uh, you know, if you can get Freddie Gibbs and, and Benny the Butcher on the same track, I, I think, you know, to that part, another podcast we talked about artist respect. Um, when I just look at his features, I'm like, yeah, man, that's interesting. So, um, people that I respect and you know that their pedigrees that they don't just rap on in, anybody's album. So uh, the fact that that Freddie Freddie Gibbs and Benny are not only on the album but on the track with together says a lot about the brother, in my opinion. Just something to ponder. First off, brother, I'm gonna need you to go to sleep because we didn't even have that conversation on the podcast yet. But it, it's good. We we, we I don't know. About I said and... yeah, that's what I'm saying. We talked about talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I got I got two shout outs first one uh, shout out to Miley giving Migos even a half a compliment very early on in the uh, in the episode I did peep that don't think that that slipped by me I, I heard I heard it it wasn't a full out but it was like a halfway you actually said something in a not negative light when you spoke their name so and again not that I'm even a Migos fan but just the fact that that somehow that happened and you didn't actually hate on them was this shout out worthy um so that's hey, and I, I, i'll take it i'll take it uh, hey, he was very tame today we could say he was very tame today yeah he he's he still he's i still don't even think he hit his quota usually he has a quota yeah he's still controlling when black men are 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 making moves but you know but i didn't, but, hit, my, but I didn't hit my quota and and i didn't say i didn't thank either one of y'all for for supporting that, me and, and my mission to, to in my in my theory of thought that hip hop is dead, that's, I didn't that's true. Up. Tried to, but you, but 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 it I know I could have easily. He threw it off the glass several times. I was like, yeah. let this man cook. You know, yeah, let him do his thing. Um, <laughs> my other one uh, is, uh, and uh, I don't know how to say this. Similar to Dev, I guess I give a a preliminary or early halfway shout out to um, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Um, they, I saw an article where they are um, going to be building or, you know, investing in a public school um, in South LA, public high school, I believe, in South LA um, to, and, you know, to hopefully help with um, improving the educational outcomes for students who live in the area, which is primarily black and brown community. Um, the reason I say halfway is not any shots at them, but uh, just because, you know, 
typically as nice things uh, show up and as gentrification is happening, even within the area that um, they are talking about building that school, I'm very familiar with it because I used to live right around the corner from it. Uh, Dev and his family live not too far um, from it as well. And uh, that that uh, community is getting built up and gentrified. Uh, and so, you know, my concern is that they will do this for one demographic demographic of folk, um, but others will benefit from it. Um, but I'm hopeful that it will be a, uh, a high school where um, black and brown students from that community will still be, be there, will still get the benefit from it, will still be um, the ones who uh, who primarily occupy it. Um, and, you know, one of the things that they discussed was how when they were in school, it was something that was not engaging at all, didn't feel like it served a purpose. And so they are wanting to be very intentional um, about creating a high school and a high school environment that uh, is actually going to um, be essentially the opposite of what they experience. It's not like a liberal arts high school or anything like that. It's not anything that has to do specifically with music, but it is, um, again, I think it's supposed to be like a magnet school uh, and be designed to uh, to allow for um, just kind of a different experience that is not uh, the traditional um, kind of, you know, or stereotypical boring school experience. So um, I thought that was dope that they're at least trying to do that. I know that they caught a lot of flack um, and side eyes from myself included uh, about like investing in like USC as opposed to other uh, colleges around the area and things of that nature some years ago. Um, but to know- Oh, HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> or HBCU. So, uh, so, but to know that they're doing doing this and, and being intentional about that, I wanted to, again, shout them out and just hoping that, uh, that you know what they have said they want to do um and what i believe the intention behind it is is actually uh, manifested so um so yeah that's my shout out uh wherever you are listening to this podcast please make sure that you rate comment 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 we want to get y'all thoughts y'all opinions all of that and then subscribe um so that you can know when we drop some other uh episodes we actually were talking uh just a little bit earlier and got a few different um topics lined up um so looking forward to uh being able to, to talk about all of those um but in the meantime again rate comment subscribe let us know your thoughts who's on base who's off base or who's right who's wrong who do you agree with who do you not uh, who's tripping, Mylon, who's not, you know what I mean? All those types of things. Um, just let us know uh, and, and, you know, make sure that we uh, we keep this conversation going. Uh, with that said, anything else before we push our chairs back? Dev throwing up the peace sign. So I think we up out of here. We're going to push our chairs back from the round table and holler at you on the next one. Peace. peace.